Ah, shit. You're listening to the James McMahon Music Podcast. I'm your host, James McMahon, and this is a Spook Media Production. Sorry, don't mind me. I wanted to drop a quick chat with my absolute favourite new metal band, Death Blooms, before the weekend kicked into gear. That's N-E-W, not N-U, but sort of a bit N-U too. And Paul Barrow, a very nice man, is a singer. Like seemingly every excited new metal band right now, Death Blooms hail from Liverpool. I'm very much hoping that I'll get to see them play before the year is out. Yeah, fuck off, COVID. You've had your fun, now get fucked. That's a very nice setup you've got there. Just straight in, mate. Straight in. Oh, no nice. messing about. When you log on and someone, you can see that someone's got the kit, you know, that it's going to be a, an easy edit. That's yeah. Great. Oh, no. No worries. I, I've definitely fumbled my way through uh, quite a lot of this time over the uh, lockdown and stuff. So uh, learned, learned the hard way, mate. So, yeah. I was reading about that just now when I was just doing a bit of research, actually. And uh, I think someone had asked you how you'd... As is traditional, you know, how you filled your time when we were all entombed in our houses. And it did make it sound a little bit like you'd used it as some personal development time. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so anyway. I was definitely just like got right into um, learning how to do Photoshop and video editing and got a bit more on top of, um, you know, kind of... Uh, how to record you know how to do me demos and stuff so um you know all pretty pretty vital things you know what i should be probably doing anyway so yeah <laughs> hey this i think i think i don't think there's many of us to be honest i, I have to say i feel like i've done the same but i think the I don't know about you how old are you i'm 33 so i'm th- oh, sorry no god i'm not i was just going to tell you a lie then i'm 41 I'm yeah still, still getting used to that and increasingly, like I've been started out, started out doing fanzines and bands and God knows what else. And there are things now that whether it's making podcasts or making videos or whatever that make me go, God, your 15 year old self would not believe this. Like, <laughs> oh, just, yeah, for sure. Just, just being creative was just like it was just so it was just harder you know yeah no for sure like it was it was such an alien thing like you know uh at, at that sort of you know you know when i was like that age as well like you know i remember getting like a mobile phone for the first time and just being like what is this what's going on here yeah so um yeah just being able to be like oh yeah you can do all that from your home in yeah. 20 years is like what that's fucking crazy man the world's on fire and there are totalitarian regimes rising up around the globe. But, you know, at least we can make demos in our bedroom. <laughs> every cloud and all that. Every cloud, every cloud. <laughs> so I came to your band via Gore, the video. I'm right, a, okay. I'm a big uh, horror fan. 
I, I mean, I think it's a tune, but like, I found that uh, I found that video super arresting. I thought it was amazing. Nice one. So I guess what what I thought we'd do is tell me a little bit about how long the band's been together and how you came about. Okay, cool. Um, so basically, Deathworm started around. Well, we played our first show in 2016. So we've been around for a you know a while, and um, it's just been a bit stop start. You know, it's it's been we released a couple of things here and there. You know, we kind of had different band members. There was me and one other guy who started the band, and it was always us two. Um, and you know, lockdowns just done things to people, and people can't deal with things anymore, and people's you know priorities have changed. So he's not in the band anymore. Um. So, you know, it's kind of like me and the, the other guys now. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a it's been a strange old kind of journey doing Death Blooms, but I think this was always, you know, having been in bands for like, you know, coming up to 20 years, this was always going to be the one like if I didn't continue with this one, I probably wouldn't do it, you know, full time or whatever anymore. Music is music, it'll always be there for me anyway. But, um, you know, this is the last thing I'd kind of invest myself fully into. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, we, we played our first show in 2016. You know, we haven't done that much touring. You know, we've done about like three or four tours around the UK. We are on to our, we've put three EPs out and just announced our debut album, which I'm uh, pretty excited about to finally get it out there because we recorded it in January 2020. So about bloody time, mate. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a sec. Firstly, I'm really pleased that you have explained that some members have come and gone because there's that thing where you're preparing for an interview and you're watching different videos on YouTube and then you kind of think, oh, there's different members from that video to that video. And then you start going, is that the same person? Have they just put on weight? Or (laughs) (laughs) so? Yeah, so I'll get that one out of the way for you then. Yeah, 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 (laughs) I, I feel much clearer about it now. But yeah, if you kind of uh, oh god, uh, that movie about the band Anvil immediately popped into my mind there, where <laughs> you were almost sort of saying that you know if this wasn't it, then it wasn't it. But what does what does that really mean? Like, have you been disappointed by bands that you've been in in the past? Oh yeah, I mean, I think everyone has. You know, every you know, if if you kind of get onto the tour and say here and you're you've got fans and stuff were in your first ever project. You've done pretty well. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy for anyone to get jaded in any sort of capacity in any kind of uh, work stream that they do. Um, but yeah, you know, like I was, I've been a lot of, you know, kind of bands who've done um, a bunch of toilet tours around the UK forever. And, um, you know, it, it does kind of, you've kind of got to have that point in your life where you go, right. Am I, is this worth doing anymore? But, you know, I, I, I always feel like it is. And, you know, that's why I'm doing Death Blooms now. And also having that mentality, you know, when people are coming and going. I, I've been fine with it because, you know, in my head, this is what I want to do. You know, the songs I've mostly written, obviously I've had, you know, a couple of a bit of help from a few people who've been involved. Me and Ad, who started the band, um, we, you know, wrote everything together until a certain point. So, you know, I'm just happy to, kind of keep going and keep uh marching on you know so uh what do you feel like you've learned from uh the experiences in those bands that you've taken into death blooms i think it's a difficult one because obviously you, you learn how to be more kind of courteous and understanding of in a professional kind of capacity you know kind of what 
people expect to have you and you know what expect you to do at shows and when you're touring and things like this and you know being more courteous to people and things like that but honestly i just think you know you're learning all the time i think you know every single person you come into contact with is different from the last person so obviously everyone has you know same sort of similarities and stuff but i think keeping an open mind is is the most important thing because things go wrong all the time <laughs> be yeah. driven and uh, keeping up my mind is like the only things you can really do i think so yeah I, I guess what i'm thinking though is that is the reason why we're talking today and death blooms are a pretty hyped band is the difference that you just think you're better or is there something that you did with this band that um maybe you didn't do with previous bands oh i mean this this band is a million times better than you know other bands i was in and i think as well though we we i just kind of like took the time to do things properly this time you know and have a plan of how to launch it and how to go about it and you know push it to the people who were interested instead of just being like oh we've got a show oh here's some stuff oh we've released everything and you know as just stuff and no one knows what's going on and you know you need a plan you need you definitely need some organization and you need a plan and you need to think about what you're doing and just ask loads of questions just ask loads of questions and like sit on it like you know just sit and wait and learn and i think that's um goes for everything really you know i have to say do you wish you had picked a band name that didn't throw up loads of links to Mudvayne articles. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was it was a weird one that because we kind of, you know, I, I love Mudvayne, you know, I love new metal and stuff. So it was kind of like a subliminal kind of decision. I think we were just like, oh, that's the best name we have. That kind of, you know, kind of explains what we're about, I think, anyway. So... Yes and no. Like, I, it is funny that every everyone is always like, you know, anyone who's stupid into new metal and anyone who's like over 30 will always be like, oh, Mudvayne, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of don't mind it. As long as we get to play with Mudvayne, then it'll be worth it because it'll be fucking hilarious. So <laughs> totally. I, I think the, I always feel quite sorry. Well, kind of quite relieved for that band A. Remember that band A that Dan yeah, Carter was in? Yeah, I, always, yeah, yeah. I always just think, thank God they, didn't really exist in the age of Google because 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 no <laughs> no one is finding that band done absolutely done mm, totally. <laughs> on new metal I keep meaning to I keep meaning to write this article uh, just from just from my own amusement really about how the world needs to get wise to Limp Biscuit I feel like Limp Biscuit has been in the ether so much at the moment and I always I don't know I always just think. That, that band are so unfairly derided. Like I just think they're like one of the great pop bands, really. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they were they were like the biggest band in the world in mm. like '99 and 2000. You know, it's it's bizarre that like so many people hate. I mean, I love them. You know, I, I've I fucking that's that that was my stuff growing up. You know what I mean? So I think it's just fun. It's just fun party metal music, pop stuff. Like you know, yeah. any and I I DJ club nights as well. And every motherfucker there gets drunk and dances to Limp Bizkit. So everyone's just lying. Everyone's yeah. just bloody lying, mate. Like, that's what it is. You just can't deal with the truth. You just yeah. need to accept that you like Limp Bizkit because everyone fucking loves Limp Bizkit. 
How far into the bowels of new metal do you go? Oh, oh, I'm well. I, I as well a DJ in new metal night, so okay. pretty deep. You know, I, I, I can get pretty deep. Like you know, I crazy a town. A, oh, crazy town, man! Like I've got such a soft spot for crazy town because I know again they're they're one of them who like you know people people hate on and stuff, but like butterflies a fucking banger, man! Like <laughs> it is. And that album, that album had some really, really great songs on, like Toxic was sick. And um, yeah, and it just reminds me of like a fun time, you know? Hey, that's what it's all about. That's totally yeah, what it's yeah. all about. Totally, man. So the record, you released EP because the record was basically being kept in the vaults. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So basically the EP was the, the three tracks that, was split off. well it was five but you know two have stayed on to the album basically the album was meant to be 13 tracks um and then we split off some for the ep um we just picked the angriest most pissed off sounding ones because we just thought like that was how everyone was kind of feeling at the time so you know that having a song called fuck everything just kind of wrote itself you know what i mean that that was just like cool well we've got this piece of music that we can just put out as a body of work and that makes sense and then we can you know move on to the album stuff um but yeah it was kind of like we've definitely got matt matt from our label to thank for that because he he was like we should do this because this is a good idea yeah and i, I fought him pretty hard on not doing it really <laughs> yeah because i was just like oh man i just want to put the record out like can't we just put it out and that would have been fucking stupid because you know the world had gone to shit and you know yeah. wouldn't have been able to tour it or play shows for it or anything so uh yeah i'm glad i'm glad he uh, he made me do that basically <laughs> so so have you got a release date now yeah it's so the album is out on the 22nd of october so oh. yeah it's happening in, finally happening just in time for halloween oh yeah the, the best time of the year mate mate fuck christmas it's all about halloween <laughs> goth christmas well better absolutely so i guess what can people expect from it um i mean it's definitely got slices of good old fashioned new metal in there where like you know some kind of new corey stuff and um just like some kind of sing-along metal pop bangers i think i think that's you know that's that's what i know so I think that's what they are. Hopefully, <laughs> it's always it's always hard when you ask musicians to like articulate what their music is. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, I think they're just new metal pop songs. Like, I, I think that's you know with big big breakdowns and big riffs. And I think if um, yeah, if you if you like that stuff, then you'll probably like us. Probably like the record and stuff. So what's the deal with Liverpool? Because it feels like every time I <laughs> get invested in a new. I don't mean a new, but a new metal band. Yeah. It always feels like there's like a one in three chance that I'm going to find out they're from Liverpool. <laughs> what, what, what's going on with Liverpool? <laughs> it's just that uh, it's the dark horse, mate. That's what it is. It's just because there's there's not a lot to do around here apart from either get pissed and or play in a band. So I just do both instead. So right. that kind of kind of works out. But yeah, like it's it's great, man. Like I've had this conversation a few times weirdly over the last few weeks about like, you know, Loath breaking through and stuff as well. And you know, and it's like, oh, who else is there? But you know, that there is some there is definitely bands from around here who who were sick, you know, like I spoke to that band video nasties recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great, man. Yeah. Good, good guys, them as well. Who did you who did you speak to? 
Oh man, Nate put was it Rick? Was it well, Rick they, or Stu? Well, there was two of them, so I think it might be Rick and Stu. Ah, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just about to say that. I'm pretty sure they brought their dog into the interview, but now that's someone else. You so <laughs> speak to so many bands, and then you, you sort of start attributing things to the Stu, wrong band. Stu has got a tiny, a tiny chalky. So if that oh, was maybe it, it was, yeah, yeah. He, he, like Beppe, Beppe's called, yeah, Beppe. I love the fact that not only is there a thriving metal scene in in Liverpool, but you know the name of each other's pets. <laughs> yeah, man, like we're mates. We're, we're totally mates. So yeah, like I've definitely been in the pub with Stu and Beppe before. So yeah, oh, nice, it's a man. great time. Nice. <laughs> so when are you taking uh, the songs out on the road? So we're going on tour next month, September with Blood Youth, and then we release our album for the Trash Bell tour that we're doing in October. So I think that starts on the 20th, and then the album comes out on the 22nd. So we'll get to play as much as that as we can in a support support slot, which will be fine because I think the album is 30 minutes. So we'll get 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> so we might just try and squeeze it all in. Speaking of playing live, I heard today when I was doing my research that you played with uh, Insane Clown Posse. Oh, I'm so glad this came off. I haven't talked about this in a while. Tell me oh, about yeah. it. Tell me, tell it was me great. That. So Mushroom Ed were on that tour as well. So it was a real, it was a real nostalgia fest, man. It was, uh, you were it like was wild. Big and shit, man. Oh, man. It was, it was so good. It was so good. Like, again, like just those things that you can tell 15-year-old me that that was ever going to happen. Uh, I'd just be like, head explodes everywhere. Um, but yeah, it was it was funny, man. Like, um, we got off at that and I was just like, is this actually going to happen? Um, but it was just wild because like, you know, their fan base, like the Juggalos and stuff, but just a different you know just the mentality is just so different from everyone else and it's just like so like wholesome to be part of that it's like once once you're in they completely accept you and stuff and they're like you know yep you're you're ours now you're part of us now um but yeah it was definitely weird seeing them spray 600 bottles of cola around every night for like which is pretty pretty insane like i felt i felt bad on the venues but they were all like oh it's fine it's it's all it's all for the name of the show isn't it so it's all good i wonder so. if there's a, i wonder if there's anything in the paperwork i see that yeah yeah prepares I, them for it well the, the um the tour the whole tour got cancelled like about two days before it was supposed to happen so i do think it was to do with the with that Can't side of it. stuff you know insurance you kind of stuff why do you think the? I, I, I thought it was amazing that you said wholesome then, and I'm not sure I've heard anyone describe insane clown posse as wholesome, but I, I, <laughs> but, I but I like it because you know I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of misunderstood people, and I do yeah. feel like when there was all these articles always written about like gathering as juggalos their festival, and you know they were quite sniffy and like oh it's like the end of the world, and I'm a bit like well, it doesn't really sound like that. It just sounds like a load of odd people kind of who don't really have other platforms coming together and having a good time, you know? Absolutely. Like, I, I fully agree. You know, it's like, I think they've definitely been given, like, you know, super bad press. Because I had the best time ever on that. Like, you know, everyone was just so nice. And, like, you know, um, Bound J was, like, with his family. Like, his family were on tour with him and stuff. You know, it was a very, like, you know, close-knit 
kind of operation you know everyone's together everyone's having a nice time you know it was all very like you know obviously it was all over the place and mad and all these things but the millionaire rappers man like what what else is going to happen you know it's just a different world i'm down with the clown ah oh, yes yes man i love it <laughs> have, you I ever, totally... have you ever we are down with the clowns <laughs> have you ever stumbled upon a guy called Superhuman on Instagram. Yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, he's great, man. Yeah. Was he there? Nah, 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 nah. Like, I'm not sure. Is he Is he American, is he? Or I don't uh, know whether he's American or not. I mean, I'm, like, hugely obsessed with that guy. Yeah. I, I just, I just want to know his deal. Like, I know. Like, I was watching some of his clips the other day. You know, the one where he, like, jumps into the, uh, I think, like, light bulbs and cheese graces. And it's yeah. just, like... It's fucking crazy, man. Like, but fair play to him. He's like, wants to do that shit. And he's uh, he's doing it. Like, he's got to go follow him, man. It's great. Oh, no, I'm, totally. I just, I've been following him such a long time now that, I mean, you just described him as a wrestler. And definitely when I first started following him, he was like, he wasn't a wrestler. He was like a fan. He was like a yeah, wannabe wrestler. For sure. Yeah. And and the fact that he's now like actually booked on wrestling cards, I think he's wild. But also, when you've been watching him a long time, uh, the things that he's jumping onto are getting progressively more extreme. I do wonder where it's going to end off. I mean, I just, I just, <laughs> I've just got visions of him like of, of looking at, looking at his Instagram page one day, and he's like jumping into the mouths of an alligator or something. Jeez, like. I honestly wouldn't be surprised, man. Like he just keeps trying to outdo himself. So you know. That's the in, worst possible scenario to be in. Getting in the video. That would be sick. That would be sick, wouldn't it? Maybe we should maybe we should message him. I really want to play the gathering. Like that's that's my thing. Like I fully, fully want to go over to the States and play the gathering. I want that to happen for you as well. <laughs> we like there was like when we toured with them, there was actually like members of us maybe going out and doing it. They did that, they did ask us, but it just didn't, you know, financially kind of work out and stuff and just you know, it, it's it's tough to just be like, cool, I'm going to America for one show. You just can't, can't well, do it. This is, what, <laughs> you know? this is what we're going to do. This but if there was do. one time, that would be the time. <laughs> this is what we're going to do, right? Let's see, you were talking about like doing things differently with this band, uh, like having a plan strategy. So let's, let's make a plan. So what we're going to do is <laughs> let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. I'm going <laughs> to go message Superhuman and say, will you be in a Deaf Blues video? Amazing. You, you go set up a go fund me to get you to get the band out to gather the jugglers. it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be sick man uh that's literally all i've ever wanted in the world the second i thought it could maybe happen i was like this this is everything this is every from night from right now this is my dream forever <laughs> but it'll be so good it will be so good like um but yeah like it was it was just a really just a weird and wonderful time that like week because like shows were like not even like full, like rebooked and then they were just like adding shows on the end and it was just like carnage and i was like this is the never-ending tour man i, I love it it oh, was amazing. so good it was just so stupid it's like you know in the best way live your dream man live your dream <laughs> listen just keep going just keep dead going. nice having a chat pool uh hopefully i'll get to see you at a show at some point yeah that'll be great give me a shout whenever you want to come down i'll uh i'll hook you up mate no oh, thanks man all right, yeah, take care of yourself. Um, yeah, you too, dude. By the way, but before we go, how do magnets work? <laughs> uh, you, don't, you, you, you don't have to answer. The best. 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, they don't know. They don't know, mate. So I can't. Well, that's episode seven. Thanks to Paul for the chat. Thanks to Sarah Maynard for facilitating. The theme tune is by the band Jobbers. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.